Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. You're looking at a live shot right now of the U.S. Senate floor as they get ready to vote on who's soon to be a Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett. So we're going to kind of bounce in and out of the U.S. Senate floor tonight to give you the latest on what's happening with that vote. Lots to discuss. President Trump just wrapped up his third, <laughs> just today, his third rally in PA. And he's like, he's like a TV pundit now. He goes to these rallies now and he actually has live clips of Joe Biden talking about NAFTA, uh, getting rid of fracking, the oil industry, and he'll be doing his thing, talking to the audience. He's like, oh yeah, let's go check out a clip. And he'll pop up a clip with the audience. They go absolutely nuts with that. So also Dr. Burks, as we know from a White House coronavirus advisor, she was in Rochester, Minnesota yesterday. She was in Bismarck today. We're gonna to have more information about what's happening with COVID here in Minnesota, North Dakota, because Governor Walls held a press call, media call earlier today. Lots to digest from there. Some pretty actually surprising news about what's happening in greater Minnesota. And then some interesting conversations, communications from Dr. Burks about uh, the people in Bismarck. We'll put it that way for right now, okay? First though, let's go out here to uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Let's hear a little bit of what he has to say with this upcoming vote on soon-to-be Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett. 2016. The then chairman of the Judiciary Committee, Joe Biden, helpfully volunteered in 1992 when Bush 41 was running for re-election that had a vacancy occurred, they wouldn't fill it. There wasn't a vacancy, but he just helpfully volunteered how they would deal with it if they had one. There's a vacancy, won't fill it. Well, to one-up him, leader Harry Reid and his friend now, the Democratic leader Chuck Schumer, said 18 months. All right, producer AJ is going to keep an eye on the U.S. Senate floor for you as they are supposed to have a vote here in the next few moments. Might be delayed just a little bit, but as they get that vote going, we'll go back out to that live. And of course, as we get the results, we'll take you out live to show you what that final vote will be. Some interesting news with the vote, if you will. We know she's going to be confirmed, uh, but Lisa Murkowski out of Alaska initially was against this, and now she says, hey, look, she did a great job in the hearings, so Lisa Murkowski is going to vote for her as well. Now, with all of this being said, the other thing that I want to mention is the fact that, oh yeah, by the way, we're just eight days away from a presidential election. I tweeted this out today, I actually tweeted over the weekend, but I just wanna share this with you to give you some context for our conversations for the next eight days. I said, look, folks, we are in silly season, question everything. Every story, every report, please, please see it with a critical eye. Do not, do not just take the headline of the story for face value, put on your armor of God, pray for wisdom and pray for our great nation as we head towards this election. Also today in Hibbing, Minnesota at the Iron Range, Vice President Mike Pence was in Minnesota as President Trump starts to look at turning Minnesota red again. And speaking of Minnesota, please put out some thoughts and prayers for uh, GOP U.S. Senate candidate Jason Lewis. He was rushed into emergency surgery earlier today for a hernia. Sounds like everything went well there, but just uh, keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Now, important to note here about Vice President Pence, his chief of staff and several others around him 
recently tested positive for COVID. Uh, Vice President Pence, Second Lady Karen Pence, both tested negative. But I want to share that with you for some context, what we're going to be talking about here in a few moments in the show, considering the call with Governor Walls today and also Dr. Burks being in North Dakota. First, though, uh, Vice President Pence spoke for a little over an hour in Hibbing. I want to share with you a little bit about uh, what he had to say. Before I get to this clip, he also talked about, hey, look, there's a big difference coming up in this election, right? Either you can vote for a Trump bounce, making America great again, again, or you can vote for a Joe Biden depression. It's your choice. You can figure out how, what you want to do come November 3rd or for early voting. But here's some more Vice President Pence today in Hibbing, Minnesota. When Joe Biden was asked if he'd support cutting for law enforcement, he said, yes, absolutely. But under President Donald Trump, Stauber in the Congress, I'll make you a promise. We're not going to defund the police. Not now, not ever. We're going to back the blue and we're going to back the blue for four more years. That's a big talking point right there. We talked about it last week where a lot of Minnesota suburban moms around Minneapolis may not admit they're going to vote for President Trump, but they are because of the crime and what took place in Minneapolis with the riots and the looting. Now, you saw a little bit of the crowd there. There was a, a shot earlier of the crowd early on when Vice President Pence showed up that uh, you may remember Minnesota Governor Tim Walz was urging the campaigns to keep these rallies to 250 people or less, to definitely social distance, to definitely wear masks. Well, you can kind of tell from the clip there, there was no social distancing. Uh, there was not a large use of masks. And so earlier today on the phone call, I asked Governor Walz, I said, hey, look, you've, you've made these suggestions now the campaigns. It's not happening. Are you going to take any punitive measures against either the campaigns or, for example, maybe the city leaders of Hibbing to say, hey, guys, you're not following protocol. I want to share with you a little bit about what Governor Wall said via a tweet from Tom Hauser out of the uh, Minneapolis area. We can bring this up. But he says, Governor Wall says he won't take any punitive measures against the Trump-Pence campaign for not enforcing masks or social distance guidelines, but says he's disappointed because people who attend will jeopardize friends, family, neighbors who didn't attend. So love to know your take on that. I think I, I only want to bring that up because and, I, and, I, and I'm going to say this nicely, but I think many of us now are kind of going, OK, you hear from all these different elected leaders, you know, a big bark, but there's not a lot of bite. You're going to put all these pressers out and tell us to do X, Y and Z. And then I say, OK, there are going to be any punitive measures. And he's like, well, not really. I don't think we can really do anything. Well, then, then I get the guidelines. But in my opinion, if you're going to say it, he's, he's an old coach. Have some teeth in it. Um, Jan Malcolm, also the commissioner of the Minnesota Health Department, was on this media call earlier today as well. And I want to share with you a little bit of what she shared about what's happening in greater Minnesota. Believe it or not, according to the data that they're releasing right now in Minnesota, greater Minnesota actually has the highest rate uh, per 10,000 people of COVID cases, also COVID hospitalizations. So cases and hospitalizations are rising at, at the fastest rate in greater Minnesota right now. They attribute that a lot to just different sort of private events taking place. They talked about weddings today and just small, you know, social gatherings. So they obviously are alerting people to be uh, careful or conscious about what's going to take place when it comes to Thanksgiving as well. But they said one other interesting thing here on the call that I want to share with you. They talked about part of the rate of increase in greater Minnesota is they suggested it's because of also 
there's such a high case rate in the neighboring states of North Dakota and South Dakota. So I asked Governor Walls on the call, hey, are you considering possibly shutting down the borders somewhat like you did before, creating more quarantine orders if people are bouncing back and forth between uh, the borders? He said, no, you know what, Chris, we're not going to do that. We are neighbors. We're going to be looking to work together instead of shutting down borders, doing the quarantine, things of that nature. So we'll see how this plays out. I will give you an alert. If you live in Minnesota, be aware, because Governor Walls, if the positivity rate, hospitalizations continue to rise at the rate that they are, there will be more shutdowns in Minnesota. I mean, he pretty much said, look, we are going to use every tool in the tool book to create more shutdowns. They're not happy with how many people are complying with the mask mandate. So just be aware of the numbers in Minnesota, what could be on the horizon for you uh, if things don't go in a different direction. As I mentioned before, uh, Dr. Deborah Burks, one of the White House COVID task force advisors, was in Rochester yesterday. She was in Bismarck today. I want to share with you a little bit about what she said. But before I get there, again, just to give you a lay of the land of what's happening here in North Dakota, I'm sure you've seen the news that North Dakota's numbers for COVID are not necessarily going in the right direction. So this is according to the CDC. This is, to me, probably one of the more shocking numbers you may have seen here in a, in a long, long time. Let's bring this up with this graphic up, Zach. But according to the CDC, this is since January 21st, all right? Not the last seven days, not the last 14 days. You hear a lot of people talk about since January 21st, according to the CDC, North Dakota has the highest number of COVID cases per 100,000 people. So per population, per capita in the entire nation. Now, to be fair, North Dakota also does more testing than any other states in the nation per capita. But I think that's a pretty shocking number to see that we lead the nation in cases per capita since basically since they started keeping track January 21st of this year. With that in mind, over the last seven days, the CDC also said that North Dakota has got the highest rate, highest death rate, if you will, in the nation as well per capita. That is a number that we've been talking about for quite some time here in point of view that we do not want to continue to lead in. So hopefully we're going to get this thing turned around sooner rather than later. With that being said, I want to share with you a little bit about what Dr. Burks had to say when she was in Bismarck earlier today. You're going to hear what she says here, but I want you to pay attention closely to what she says at the end because she basically comes out and says, because remember, she was in Fargo a little while ago, right? Had a chance to have a one-on-one -on -one interview with her and what she told us when she was in Fargo, she goes into to different towns and cities a little bit early and she likes to drive around, going to restaurants, going to malls, do that kind of thing, just to see, hey, are people wearing masks? Are they social distancing? Are they doing all the things that they're asking people to comply with? And she said what you're going to hear in a moment, but basically the people of Bismarck, and I only say this because this is this North Dakota upper prairie independence that I think Governor Bergman has been talking about, but she basically comes out and says, look, Bismarck's the worst compliant city I've been to. Like, they're the worst. Here's what Dr. Burks had to say. There is a very high level of virus in North Dakota. It doesn't matter if you're in a rural area or if you're in an urban area. There are high levels of virus circulating because it's circulating in us. There is not only an evidence that masks work, there is an evidence that masks utilized as a public health mitigation effort work. This is the least use of masks that we have seen in retail establishments of any place we have been. And we find that deeply unfortunate because you don't know who's infected. 
that is the least compliant that she has seen in retail establishments. If you've ever seen Game of Thrones, I'm just waiting for someone to start going, shame, 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 right? So we'll see. All right, we're going to take you out to the Senate floor when we come back. Apparently, the vote is coming up right around the corner. That is a live shot, as you see right there, of Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell as they get ready to vote to confirm Amy Coney Barrett. Plus, Michael Coachman. A lot of you have been asking us to put Michael Coachman on the show. You're going to hear a little bit from him when we come back as well. Please share your point of view with us, what you heard there about what's happening here with COVID in Minnesota and North Dakota. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back. <music> 